Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max. I am here with Alex and Bart. Hello. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it is a very exciting day because, I mean, as American Euro fans, we finally get to... <coughs> that was Eagle. Sorry. That was not, not an eagle. Like. What does an eagle sound like? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, as Americans, uh, we are very excited to talk about the American Song Contest, which after several years uh, in development, we finally get to see. Okay. So the winner of the first heat, um, which was announced by the jury was um, Houston from Rhode Island with Held On Too Long. Um, so we're going to figure out who made it from the first heat, probably come Monday, where we'll get to watch the second heat live. Um, and I'll finally be in the U.S. to watch it, where and I don't have to wake up at 2 a.m. and watch it on bad Wi-Fi from Malawi. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. But I think that the best way to go about this right now is to just kind of go down the running order and give our thoughts on the individual songs and entries. Sounds good. Starting with Minnesota. Minnesota. With Yam House singing Ready to Go. So, Max, thoughts? I mean, I thought it was like a fun little indie bop performance, I think was a little lacking. Uh, he didn't sound great, to be honest. Um, I know a lot of people were talking about like, oh, we don't think it's live footage or like they're not singing live. I'm like, oh, he's clearly singing live. This doesn't sound great for that very reason. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's one of those tracks that like sounds really fun in the studio. It's definitely a vibe, but live, it just didn't really do anything for me. Um, I don't think it was staged particularly well either, so perhaps the this heat's dud for me. How about you, Bart? <laughs> like, girl, there are 11 songs, right? Keep the short and snappy. Good song, <laughs> bad performance. <laughs> Couldn't sing. Staging kind of reminded me of Danish entry from last year, but... <laughs> okay. Minnesota, the Denmark of Eurovision. <laughs> the Denmark of Eurovision. Or American song contest. So, sorry, yes. Uh, okay, moving on to the second entry. I'm going to start with this. This is our K-pop uh, song by Alexa called Wonderland. What I loved about the fact... Representing Oklahoma. Re sorry, yes. Representing Oklahoma. What I loved about this song, honestly, is it demonstrates the amount of diversity we have in this country and that we can have a K-pop song from a K-pop artist who's actually performing in Korea but was born and is from Oklahoma. So it just... It felt, it just felt so right. And it was such a crisp, amazing performance. And right now I'm rooting for it. Yeah. I was like, what I liked about it is that it's a fucking bop and she's a star and the staging was amazing. Like it, I, this, I was like, maybe I just want to go listen to it. I'll repeat more. I mean, it's objectively an incredible, uh, like everything, everything. The song was so good. The staging was really fucking good. I don't care if she was singing live or not. Like, TV, the jury's out on whether she was, but who cares? It was incredible. Okay, but my question for you guys is, like, the fact that she came on right after Minnesota just, like, illustrated how bad Minnesota was. Yeah, well, but... <laughs> It was like, that's not fair. But at least, like, early in the show, we got just like, oh, wow, okay, so this is going to be good. Like, yeah. Like, setting the bar pretty fucking high. 
Yeah, it was like, okay, Minnesota, you're not going to qualify. <laughs> Bye! Anyways, moving on. Uh, the third state was Arkansas, who sent Kelsey Lamb with her country song, Never Like This. Could not tell you what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like every other country song I've ever heard, which is, yeah. Someone said on Twitter that she, it looked like she was standing in the middle of a blooming onion, which to this <laughs> day just had me dying out laughing. And it's all I can think of when I think of this entry. I can't even remember the song. But I remember having a good voice. I mean, compared to Yam House. I mean, it was objectively fine. Like, if you like country, it's a decent country song um, by any measure. But yeah, that's really, I don't have much else to say. I, I liked her little, okay. like, postcard thing where she was, like, trying to make Arkansas seem like a real place. That was cute. It's not Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Number four was Indiana with UG Skywalking featuring Maxi singing Love in My City. I mean, so I'm someone who honestly really loves um, hip-hop and local hip-hop, and this just didn't resonate with me so much because I felt like um, I couldn't really understand, like he wasn't very good at um, articulating the words live, and that was the first time I'd heard it. It did seem like it was a really heart-filled song, but this is based on a live performance, and based on the live performance, I just didn't get the real feel for it, which is a bit of a shame um, if he does make it on to the next round. I hope that he, I don't know if it's because he's just super excited or whatnot, but just makes it a bit of a crisper performance um, so that I can actually enjoy the storytelling in it. I think the staging was also a little bit chaotic. Like it was very yeah. messy, very busy, and not in a way that really highlighted him or what he was singing about. So I just, I was left a little like, overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the same time say <laughs> so, i don't know i actually thought it was like a pretty decent song but i'm definitely like wouldn't be sad if it didn't advance yeah. like i was like oh that's pretty good um i'm glad that to see hip-hop because i think it definitely should be an american song contest. oh yeah absolutely I, but not it didn't blow me away mm -hmm. uh moving on to number five puerto rico with christian pa pagan. Pagan, pagan uh with loco i mean it was it was like a nice latin it didn't blow me away i thought like it was staged fine the song was fine like everything about it was just like fine i don't know i kind of expected puerto rico to bring it a little more oh see i felt like puerto rico brought it i think it's a bop i was like super excited when he started singing it and he just has that charisma and it kind of makes you want to dance i'm like okay yeah I agree with Max. It, like, left um, me wanting more. I feel like it just, like, I don't know. We've just heard better versions of this out there. And, like, and even not from, like, you know, massively famous artists. So I feel like this just, they could have done better. <laughs> even with just, like, tweaking this, maybe. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like, bit more. like, Puerto Rico is probably also, like, just a per population, like, oversaturated, like the U.S., like music market where it's like our expectations of their entry is just higher because we've heard so much come out of that region the last year, which is like fair, but yeah. But I do want to say, I absolutely love that Puerto Rico is represented at the American Song Contest. Mm. Like it's very glad that they're doing the territories and, and DC as well. Um, so that is cool that we get that diversity. And I mean, Latin pop is very much a part of the American music fabric. So yeah. 
I was just saying, I mean, I think that's why it's like I have high standards for Latin pop. Yeah. And therefore, it's like, <laughs> I felt I could have been wanting more. Yeah. Okay, so the next is for my state, uh, Connecticut, that set Michael Fulton with Beautiful World. So I loved his postcard to an extent. Um, he's wrong about the best pizza place being Sally's. Um, it's, it's modern. It, it's not Sally's, um, which just tells me that he's out of touch. With, with the rest of us Connecticutians. Um, Is that the word for it? I mean, I don't know what we call ourselves, so whatever. Um, I will say... I will say that his... <laughs> thanks, Mark. I will say that his song, and obviously his voice is incredibly beautiful, and the staging was great, but I just found... I found that... Well, I'm not done. <laughs> Hold on. I found it boring. Like, I went on my phone multiple times and I was like, I'm just not about this after kind of the other entries that we just had and fresh faces. And I was like, Michael Bolton, like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm not really feeling this song in this context. Like, I don't really know if American song contest is for you. <laughs> uh, this, just seeing this, just the song and the performance itself, it became very obvious that like, oh, the producers behind American Song Contest are also the producers behind Melody Festivalin. Like, it was such, like, a Melfest entry. Um, even though I think in some ways Michael Bolton kind of invented that genre in his own way. <laughs> so, like, I think Melfest entries are just Michael Bolton songs in a, in a weird way. But, yeah, it was it was very Melfest. Yeah, it was not good. It was quite boring. Yeah. But I'm like cool that they had like a big name and then but you're like, oh, the big name's not gonna win. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, oh, he got in because of his big name, not because he has a good song. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's kind of the thing that annoys me, because I know that there's local talent in Connecticut that I personally would have loved to see. Like, even a lot of my friends are like local artists at the contest and like wanted to be in this and then fucking Michael Bolton was like, no, like, <laughs> I'm going to represent Connecticut. And it just ruined that opportunity for, like, smaller artists. So I'm sorry, Michael, but, like, this isn't for you. I didn't want you to represent my state. What friends of yours auditioned for American Song Contest, Alex? Friends that I knew that from my high school or, like, that I went to high school with who have careers. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Um. So the next is Iowa, who sent Elizabeth Von Presley with her song "Wonder." So got huge Betty Who vibes from Elizabeth Von Presley. Not because the music was similar, but very much of this. Just she's just like trying really hard and giving it her all, and it's very earnest. And the gays love it. Like, and that's I'm into it. I mean, this is literally the same as like Emma Muscat, like literally <laughs> preaching about like this time it's just ultra feminism from like a white biddy who's like hey everyone but she loves, loves being pink a woman and is <laughs> okay she's a white biddy with pink hair so she's edgy <laughs> <laughs> she's from iowa like they've never I'm, seen the color pink in iowa i'm sorry it's just like i feel like Apologies Max, to Iowa. <laughs> Max, like your your framework for what's acceptable and not is just so unpredictable. <laughs> I can never be like, he's gonna love this or he's gonna hate this. I am what I am. <laughs> A W O M A N. 
This song was fine. I liked her energy. It, like, wasn't the best song in the world. It was kind of, like, in the Rachel Platten fight song genre <laughs> of, yes. like, it could play at a Hillary Clinton rally. <laughs> it was kind of a chaotic hellfire of feminist pop, which, like, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. But also, I'm here for it, but I'll probably, like, be in the nosebleeds and sitting down while it's happening. I mean, it was a disaster, Bob. Like, it's it's what we love. Uh, Moving on. Wisconsin with Jack O. Jake O. Jake Jake O. Singing Feel Your Love. Okay, I actually, this is maybe my favorite one. I know we all love Alexa, but this one was really, like, as far as, like, the song goes... This is absolutely my favorite one of the night. Okay, here's my issue, though. Any man who's like, who says that they invented their own genre, it's just like, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy being in the same room as him. Very fair, and especially because he's just doing this kind of, like, 50s, 60s. (laughs) But he's also doing this 50s, 60s throwback that was, like, really big in the early 2010s, right? Like, everyone's done it (laughs) already. We've moved on to, like, the disco and glam rock revivals. And he clearly And, like, he's still back in the, the, like, Mad Men revival. He clearly like, an Elvis Presley-esque inspired figure and he's like no i'm my own thing like no one's ever done this before i'm totally innovative it's like no, you're mm, not. No. i don't know it was still good it, it was still really good it was yeah. good but just like the postcard i was like <laughs> okay we're not judging the postcard we're judging the song i thought we were judging a little bit of everything okay well i mean the song package. is good the song is good he sings well he plays well staging was good we love him i hope like, i really i think he's like one of the ones who's most on the edge and i hope he goes through yeah same Yes, agree. Just saying. Probably wouldn't want to grab a drink with him anytime soon. Uh, number nine. Don't grab a drink with truly anyone. <laughs> Too shy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mississippi, uh, Keone Star singing Fire. I really like this song. I feel like, A, I mean, I think the performance could have been better, but that was like powerful. I like the song. It has a clear concept. I don't know. For me, like, I feel like that very like African American bluesy rock like like j- country ish like that whole genre is like one of those things that's like for me like the epitome of America. Yeah. Like, something that like they can mm-hmm. not to compare everything to Eurovision, but like no one in Eurovision could ever pull that off. Absolutely. So like when she sang it, I was just like for me like coming from Mississippi, a state that is like ugh, um, I was like I appreciate this a lot. Like she yeah. like. I was just like, yes, that is, like, what I want to have in an American Song Contest. I loved, yeah, I love, like, the blues soul that kind of came with it. Um, I did notice that, like, her her mic was lower than mm. the, the music around it, which, honestly, like, definitely had an effect, but still, like, her when her voice was breaking through and you could clearly hear it, and I listened to the song afterwards, like, it's beautiful, like... She got yeah. this, and I hope that she gets to go through and that they can fix that just so everyone can hear it come come the final. Yeah, I think she has an incredible voice, and the performance was really, like, high energy, like, she really she really brought it, I think. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple, you know, critiques I would have, of course, but, like, I, it's just a really good entry from Mississippi where, like, Again, like, not that I wouldn't expect them to send something good, but I also, for some reason, wasn't expecting this, even though this is, in many ways, very much Mississippi. Yeah, for yeah. people who are, like, from Europe, like, 
Americans from the North love to shit on Mississippi. So I think that's I mean, part for of a it. good reason, it comes in last in almost every metric. Yeah. 50th <laughs> out of 50. But not not in the American Sign Contest, y'all. <laughs> okay, moving on to Wyoming, um, who sent Ryan Charles with his song, New Boot Goofin. Okay, I know you guys did not like this, but fuck, I loved it. It was... You are so also absurd. human trash. You I, are human trash for this opinion. And I accept that. I just did, this is so fun. I just and I've been singing it all fucking week. Like it is just ah, I'm so into it. I can't even like it was just fun. Bart and I were just trying to figure out on what level we were offended because we were sure we were offended, but we just couldn't identify like what it was. <laughs> that was so offensive. I, like, truly hate it. I know, like, I now understand and empathize with all the Europeans whose really horrible songs go through the national final over their fave, because when <laughs> New Boot Goofin qualifies over fire, I'm just gonna, like, have a meltdown and, like, renounce America. <laughs> no, like, seriously. This is, like, no. With I that- don't even know what it was. With that said, I think the contest needed, like, insane entries that, like, are divisive to, like, start a conversation, and they picked a good one to do that with. Yeah, I mean, like, every contest needs their, like, eat your salad, and this is, New Goofin is this year's American Song Contest, eat your salad. And, like, who would have thought that that would have come out of Wyoming? Except it's super Wyoming. Yeah. Is it? I I mean, I've never been to Wyoming. I don't... No I mean, one has like three people live there. I considered it like the Wisconsin of wherever it is on the map. I mean, clearly there's some <laughs> interesting people who live there. Yeah, Brian Charles, clearly. He probably doesn't live there. No, I'm sure he's from there. I hope, I'm they, sure he's from I hope there. they contain no. him in that state. I don't know. I think, okay, of, also of all these songs, like definitely the most prob- likely to go viral on TikTok. Mm, Alexa. Anyways, moving on. No, uh, Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I still hate it. Uh, moving on. Last song is Rhode Island, uh, Houston, with Held On Too Long. So, as mentioned before, this is the one that the uh, American Song Contest jury um, qualified, I guess, um, in their vote. What did you guys think? I, so going into it, I didn't really see the appeal because it was just kind of like a supplement ballad, which is not my thing normally. But I think it really came alive on stage. Like his voice was great. Um, it really helped having the context from the postcard because uh, he kind of went into his background and a bit of his sob story, which did prime you to feel things while he performed. Um, doesn't feel very Rhode Island. But I don't really know what Rhode Island music is. I don't know. Is. Have you ever been to Providence? Yes. I mean, it could make any man turn to crime. <laughs> Fair. But I think we're the jury winner in some ways. I could see why it is a jury. Oh, yeah. Let's His voice is, like, phenomenal. Yeah, insane voice. Songs. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just a well-constructed sad boy ballad, like. But I mean, as as we were saying on 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 our other episode, like this is clearly the season of sad boy palette, so we just have to get used to it. But 
if we're going to accept that, then we have to accept that this one definitely has earned a place in the uh, one of the two semifinals on April 25th and May 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could really pass, but good for him. I'm happy. F- <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I like kind of just zoned out during the song, so it was a long show, and it was a kind of boring song to me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how you could zone out with like Kelly Clarkson getting sauced and Snoop Dogg clearly not giving a shit, but also spitting facts. Like it was everything I wanted in the first episode. It was chaotic, crazy, fun. Uh, one of the things that people kept commenting on on Twitter was. Oh, like, why is there a commercial all the time? And what I would say, like, my argument to that is the staging for each of the songs is, like, so intense compared to what you see at Eurovision. You need a commercial to set that shit up. Fair. So, yeah. Okay, you don't need a commercial for the time to set it up. You need a commercial to fucking pay for it. Well, which is like, too. Which I mean, is like things. really like our capitalist system. But yeah, I mean, the commercials aside, which is just like the last time I watched, I never watch fucking network television anymore. Yeah. Um, Does anybody? <laughs> no. Um, but like, I was happy with the show overall. Like, Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg were like kind of a hot mess. Um, but in like an entertaining way, it'll be fun to have them each week. Um, I mean, I just thought the song quality was really good, and I definitely thought it would be, I was, like, very pleasantly surprised by, like, the variety of songs, how good it was, how good the staging was, like, they're clearly trying to make it a thing, and I'm kind of interested to see, like, who, like, does it catch, does it become part of the conversation, like, who talks about it, like, does it, like, kind of, like, take roots, like, Eurovision has in, like, some communities in Europe, um, so I think it's exciting. And I think they did a really good job of translating the format to an American audience, you know, again, showcasing American music, you know, big American celebrities taking part in it, in it but it's got its own thing. Like it's, it's got its kind of own charms to it that it's clearly separate from Eurovision, but you can still kind of see where the overlap is. But yeah, I think it's definitely cool that it's kind of its own thing. And and then we've also never seen anything like it on U.S. television. Like, this is a very novel format for American music competitions. So, yeah, I mean, I think that one one critique that I did have is that voting was, like, open the minute the show started. Um, granted, you could go back and vote for artists, but you could vote literally as, like, give 10 points to all of them if you wanted to. Um, yeah. It would be cool if they had more of, like, a ranking system of the 12 down that they had at Eurovision. Um, and that maybe it isn't open till kind of closer to the end just to kind of force people to take a critical look at all the songs. But I know that would also make it a little long. But also, I think not as many people are watching it live as, like, something like Eurovision, right? Because Especially because it's NBC. They're also trying to promote Peacock. A lot of people are going to be streaming it later. So, you know, there's lots of reasons to have, like, the voting open for a couple days, not announce the qualifiers until later. I mean, I really think they're also just trying to make things go viral on TikTok and get, like, YouTube views. Yeah, also. Um, Which I feel like is, like, also kind of, like, a RuPaul model of, like, (laughs) making bank on your show. But, like, I think that was interesting to see that, and I could definitely see that working. Yeah. In the format, so... And it's also, like, we watched the first heat of the first year of this ever, right? Like, they have years, probably, to innovate, assuming it gets picked up again, which I hope it will be. 
Um, but yeah, Eurovision had 50 or 65 years to perfect its format. And even then it's continuously evolving. So, <laughs> you know, things can obviously change. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to this special episode. We will be talking about the American Song Contest throughout the rest of the season. Uh, the grand final kind of coincides with Eurovision week. So we'll see what we do then because we will be in Turin. But yeah, hope you'll tune in for these episodes and we'll see you guys next time. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at SSC underscore pod, where we will probably be live tweeting the American Song Contest heats and semifinals. So we'll see you there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye.